All right, joining me now from the regional combine out at the Houston Methodist Training Center in Houston, uh, the NFL combine actually is uh, Justin Dvorak. And for those that uh, are not familiar with Justin, he's the Harlan Hill Trophy Award winner, which is Divisions II's Heisman Trophy. And great to have you with us, Justin. You're, you're out of Tomball. So this thing, is it's really got to be special for you to get a chance to show your stuff at an NFL Combine right next to NRG Stadium. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, this is where the journey started, uh, growing up in Tomball, born and raised in the same household, and then uh, playing high school in Tomball, going off and then coming back and having a chance to live out a dream. It's 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 amazing. Tell me what it was like to, to get that trophy, the Harlan Hill, and, and win that. What did that mean to you? Uh, Harlan Hill was a player that came out in the 50s, uh, played Division II, uh, ball and he went on to play in the NFL, won the NFL MVP, I believe, in 1955, rookie of the year in 1954. What did it mean to get that trophy? Uh, it means a lot. Um, you know, obviously it's an individual award, but I couldn't have won that award without my uh, outstanding coaches and outstanding teammates. And, you know, it's it's a tribute to how hard they've worked too because they were able to put me on a platform where I could excel and get that kind of recognition. So just to bring that back uh, to the Colorado School of Mines is phenomenal. Yeah, you went to the Colorado School of Mines up in Golden, Colorado uh, this past year, 53 touchdowns, I believe, and eight passing eight rushing touchdowns. And so you come out of Tomball High School, and what what were you looking at when you came out of Tomball High School? Did you fi- figure that it was going to be pretty difficult? Because I, I think you measured maybe, what, 5'11 and a half as a quarterback? Yes. Yeah, I knew it was going to be difficult. Uh, I'd set my sights pretty high. Uh, you know, I was really confident that I was going to go Division One. Uh, had a chance to walk on at Baylor, but I didn't, didn't think the walk-on uh, spot was really fitted for me. And then there was two Division Two schools that I had to offer from in Colorado School of Mines and Truman State, and then an FCF, FCS offer from Northwestern State. And at the end of the day, my parents said, hey, you know, football can be taken away from you at any minute. So when you're deciding what school to go to, let's take football out of the equation. Where would you be happiest uh, just being a student? And so uh, that made my, my decision a lot easier uh, to go to Colorado School of Mines, and I've always wanted to do engineering. So, um, yeah, after high school, it was a no-brainer. You could have quit football altogether. What, what made you decide to keep playing? Oh, I just love the game promised myself I play it as long as I can and that's why I'm still around. Not a lot of people get this opportunity to come out and play football uh, for whatever reason it may be so while I have the chance I'm going to live it to the fullest. When you find out you're not going to get the scholarships and maybe the offers that you thought you were going to get do you feel that was a little bit extra motivation do you think that changed a little bit your the way you worked and how hard you worked once you got to Colorado? Yes it did. Um, I've always played with a chip on my shoulder because I've always been too small or too slow or this or that so uh, you know, just made that chip even bigger. And I always try to use that as a competitive edge. You're, you're now at the uh, Combine. How do you feel going into something like this? I don't know what your philosophy is. Do you feel like, you know, if, if I can't get into an NFL training camp, do I take it maybe to the Canadian Football League or somewhere else? How are you looking at this whole situation? Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's going to trickle down. You know, NFL is first and foremost. And if that doesn't work, then I'll take a, I got some CFL interest, so then uh, me, my agent and I will work on that. And, um, you know, if, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and I got a great degree, I can uh, move forward uh, with a job in the oil and gas industry. So I'll take it one day at a time and, and see, see what happens. A couple of Harlan Hill Award winners, uh, Johnny Bailey out of Houston. Uh, he has an NFL career after winning that award. 
and most recently, and the name everybody knows is Danny Woodhead, uh, what it mean to, to kind of know that those guys had done that, and, and you know what Danny Woodhead's done, and he's made a you know, big-time NFL career out of it. You know, it, it means that I have a chance, and uh, it's, it's my chance. I, I can either make the most of it or I can, you know, uh, let it go by the wayside. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to make the most of it. What about a guy like Kurt Warner? Because he gets into the Hall of Fame just a couple of weeks ago. I mean, people know his story. Went to the Arena Football League. You know, he was a nobody. He comes in to Rams camp, and all of a sudden there's an injury, and next thing you know he's leading leading the guy who was leading the Rams to the Super Bowl. Yeah, just uh, never give up. Always be ready when, when you have your opportunity. Make the most of it. And when I was a freshman at Mines, I was actually – playing receiver six games go by and uh, the backup quarterback and the starting quarterback both go down and I'm the next man up made the most of my opportunity uh, finished out the season going three and oh and then you know I started ever since so same thing with Kurt Warner obviously his is of a different intensity but uh, you just got to be ready when your opportunity presents itself Carson Wentz another example you know what he's been able to do coming out of North Dakota State as well this past season there's uh, I mean there's definitely guys that have come from from smaller schools, and I think it's becoming more popular. I mean, the technology the NFL has, the, the numbers they have to scout people. I mean, if you're, if you can play at the next level, they're going to find you. So, you know, I'm just going to keep working hard and be ready for my shot. What was this experience like? Describe to the maybe there's a kid out there listening or somebody that uh, has never been to a regional combine. What's it like? Are there nerves coming in? You know, what are they making you do? How how long of a day has it been for you? It's been fairly long. Um, there was uh, more anxiety than nerves. Uh, you know, I one of those guys. If if I got if I got something important coming up, I just want to go ahead and attack it head on and um, make the most out of it and. Uh, you know, there's some guys from bigger schools and some great coaches that were here working with us today, and I just try to uh, absorb it all, try to take some feedback, and when I go back to training, I'll uh, try to implement that feedback into my drills and all that. Have you gotten some calls from some NFL people? I have not. Uh, my agent's gotten some interest from the Jets and the Rams, um, but how, in- how interested they are, not sure. Uh, I think they want to get some more film, and then I've gotten quite a bit of interest from some CFL teams. What do you tell an NFL guy? He calls up and he says, what is, what's your game? What are your strengths? What do you feel like you need to work on? What, what do you tell the guy? Well, I'm a, I'm a very smart quarterback, and I can learn a playbook very fast, and after the snap of the ball, I can read the defense and know where to go with it. And, you know, one thing I just have to work on is, uh, to get familiar with uh, all the pro-style mechanics and a pro-style offense. But I've made people wrong, proved people wrong my, my entire career. So um, if I get a chance to do it again, I'm going to do it again. I assume you grew up a Texans fan. I did. What did you think about what was happening this year because or the last three or four years because they've been, they've been looking for a quarterback. Uh, what do you think as you watch that whole thing unfold? Yeah, you know, I mean, um, obviously it's a lot easier to watch it on TV or watch it in the stands and, and criticize a guy and – act like you you know all the answers but it's a lot different when you're out there and the bullets are flying and you got massive 300 pound guys coming for your head so you know they'll they'll figure something out they got they got a good uh, good staff good organization they'll figure something out have you talked to any nfl quarterbacks is there anybody that's been able to give you advice or somebody that maybe gave you something that you really felt like helped you not an nfl quarterback but i was recently in oklahoma and i worked with joe dickinson a couple days uh, he was most recently the Bills quarterback consultant, and he had he had a lot of good feedback for myself, mainly just to stay rela- relaxed in my posture and uh, not to stride with my front foot and uh, not to do a big wind-up, try to keep everything tight and underneath me. I heard you talk earlier. You said Drew Brees was a guy that you, you follow. 
Give me some guys that maybe you look up to or you maybe model yourself a little bit after. Well, I really like Aaron Rodgers, aside from Drew Brees, just because what he does after the ball snapped, he goes through his progression, and if there's nothing there or the pressure or the uh, protection breaks down, he gets out and he, he makes amazing throws on the run, and he just makes the most of whatever he has, no matter who's who's playing. You know, he'll, he'll find an open guy, and if he's not open, he'll throw him open. And then aside from that, uh, I like watch, watching Russell Wilson as well, and I think that's just, you know, I kind of root for him because, you know, he came out, he was a third-round guy, and the Seahawks had just signed Matt Flynn with a lot of money, and he's an undersized guy, and he, I mean, he made the most of his opportunity, became a starter, and, you, you know, I mean, look at what he's done since, so. There's been guys that that have had success, like Russell Wilson, like Drew Brees, that I really uh, am impressed with. What did they measure you at today? Are you about 5'11"? Is that right, 5'11"? Yes, sir. Maybe the Canadian Football League you said is a possibility, even if you can't uh, hook on with an NFL team. What are you thinking about as far as the next couple of months, and and what, what are you looking at doing right now? Train hard every day, take care of my body, get my throwing in, work with my guys, and I'll continue to keep open line, an open line of communication between my agent and I, and you know, just see what kind of interest he's getting from scouts, and um, we'll definitely check in with some people afterward after uh, I'm done here. And, uh, you know, really you just got to take this one day at a time because a guy like me, you know, one day I may get some interest, the next day they may hate my guts. So uh, I just got to stick with the highs and lows. Well, we wish you all the best and hope you uh, can catch on with somebody, uh, maybe even the Texans. Uh, just That would be fun to, to get a chance to follow you there. And uh, thanks so much for doing this. And And uh, hopefully uh, we'll see you down the road. All right. Thank you. For more interviews, subscribe to Houston Sports Talk on iTunes. Or if you're an Android user, download our free Houston Sports Talk app in the Google Play Store. We're also available on Stitcher or the TuneIn app. And our website is HoustonSportsTalk.net.